Hey guys, do you want to last longer in bed, but you don't want to worry about lasting longer in bed or be thinking about it while you're in bed? <laughs> well, then you need to get yourself some promescent delay spray. Now, I know what some of you guys are thinking. I don't need delay spray. I don't have PE, but promescent delay spray is not just for guys with PE. It is for any guy who wants to last longer in bed without having to worry about it. And that's because their delay spray is not going to totally numb you out and it's not going to transfer it to your girl. And for your girl, they have a whole line of women's products. I'm never without their warming gel. They also have supplements that are going to make you both hornier called Vitaflux. They have everything you need for a really fun night of sex. So what are you waiting for? Go get yourself some Promescent products. Go to promescent.com slash strictly anon to get 15% off your whole order. So order up. That's promescent.com slash strictly anon. Go there now to get 15% off your whole order. They have a 60 day money back guarantee. They have free shipping and your package is going to arrive discreetly. So just go to promescent.com slash strictly anon or just go to the description and click on the link. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. You can follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter. Follow me at Strict Anonymous if you want to be on the show. It's called Strictly Anonymous. <coughs> Sorry, I'm still coughing. It's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's names. I change everybody's voices. I don't care who the fuck you really are. I just want to hear your true story. So if you want to be on the show because you have a naughty, interesting, true story that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast uh, at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a confession that you want to leave on my confessions line. I have one of those. You could call it 24-7. The number is 347-420-3579. It's 347-420-3579. All those confessions are added on my Patreon. My Patreon is a really great deal. For only $5 a month, you get to hear all the naughty confessions that have come into my uh, confessions line, as well as see all the R-rated sexy pics of all of my guests. Mostly every single female, except I think one, has sent in anonymous pics of themselves. So you could put a body to an episode. You also get Q&As where I answer all kinds of things. You get every single episode early and ad-free and you get access to my private Discord, which right now I think there's over 1,500 people on there. On Discord, you could do whatever you want. It's an open community. I don't get involved in the Discord, but everybody else does and you could post your own stuff there. That's a little bit more X-rated. Uh, but if you want to sign on to my Discord, you have to come through my Patreon. Like I said, it's only $5 a month, so it's a great deal. You can cancel it anytime. 
uh, go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link and the phone number and all that good stuff will be in the description. So if you're driving, don't you worry about it. Okay, so now today I have on Erica. Now listen, if you have not heard Erica's episodes, her previous episodes, go fucking listen to them because Erica is pretty hardcore, okay? She's one of those hardcore girls. She's done gangbang. She's in a very open relationship. She's down to try all kinds of things. You won't believe the stuff that she has tried since we last spoke to her. It's all new stuff. I haven't talked to her in, I would say, maybe about a year. So she got us up to speed. What's interesting about Erica's story is it does start off with the fact that she found out her guy, who she's been with, that she talks about all the time, when the guy she plays with, the guy that she has a very open relationship, wound up cheating on her. So we talk about that at first. We talk about how she found out, how she knew, how she confronted him, and how they got past it. Obviously they did because they're still together, but that's like a very interesting part of this story because I think sometimes people think, oh, someone's open, that kind of stuff never happens. And that's a very interesting part because it shows that even in an open relationship when everyone's totally open, totally honest about everything, shit could come up and shit came up with them, but they work through it. That's another interesting part, how she worked through it. And they're back at it. They're doing all kinds of crazy things. On this episode, she talks about their vacation where they went to Florida and the room wasn't ready. So you know what they did? They hit up some adult theaters, okay? And they fucked in front of a bunch of people. Two times, they went from one to another, one right after another. Oh my God, the story's crazy and hot. I mean, she's a very much an exhibitionist. So she loves nothing more than everybody watching her. So they did that on their vacation. Then she talks about this crazy like... I don't know what you would call it, like these these parties, these sex parties that they go to. They're like fantasy house parties. But she said it's kind of like the Disney world of sex, the way these ha- this house is set up. And they've been to the party numerous times and she's done all kinds of crazy things there. She talks about them. She talks about the time they hooked up with a couple and what went down and how the guy's wife was like fucking her. And then she talks about the reverse glory hole where she was in the glory hole with like her bottom half out and how many guys like fucked her and how much she loved that. And then she talks about a cuck guy that they met. She does everything on FetLife. She does talk about how like FetLife is like the gift that keeps on giving for her (laughs) because she finds all these situations on FetLife. That house party in her area that she goes to numerous times. There's been many times. She talks about a lot of experiences there. She talks about how she found out on FetLife. And then she did find a cuck recently, a cuck who had his wife's permission to go and hook up with her and her husband. He was a very true cock into small penis humiliation, into cleaning up, into being forced by scenarios. She talks about exactly what went down with that guy and their whole hot scenario. And then recently she got hit up on FetLife by a guy who's like a content creator on OnlyFans. She doesn't have an OnlyFans or anything like that. She's a psychologist, a therapist. She talks about that. But she wound up helping out a content creator and she was on OnlyFans and she talks about that scenario, what exactly went down, how hot it was, how much she enjoyed it. And that's where we end it. Now, listen, Erica, like I said, is a therapist and she's really cool. And I'm definitely going to have her back on to do a girl talk episode because she brings a lot to the table. Towards the end, we do talk about the fact that she reached out recently to my guest, Carter. Remember Carter, the cheater, the angry cheater? She reached out. She wants to talk to him and she's kind of like changed his life. So she's coming back on to give a little therapy 
okay, on my show. She's going to come on as a resident therapist. We're going to do a girl talk episode, but this episode is mostly about all of her like hot sexual escapades that she's been on since, as well as that story in the beginning with the cheating and her boyfriend. So anyway, I do have pictures of Erica. She doesn't disappoint. She's super hot, like a 10 like a 12. <laughs> She's on my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. I'm definitely going to give her a link to my discord to go in there and talk to people. Uh, but you could see her over there, but you're going to love this fucking episode. So I'm going to get right to it and be right back on with Erica. This is the strictly anonymous podcast. Uh, hi, Erica. Welcome back to the strictly anonymous podcast. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming back on, Erica. I feel like maybe only a year has passed, but with somebody like Erica, when a year has passed, <laughs> there's a lot of fucking things that have gone down. True, true. Yeah, true. Erica has been on before. You've done some girl talks with me where we've talked about orgasms and stuff. You've done a lot of different things with your boyfriend that you're with now. Is your husband or boyfriend? boyfriend mm-hmm. yeah your boyfriend your boyfriend i um, had to think about that for a minute i don't know why because <laughs> you're just like so together i mean you might as well be well, yes, husband exactly. and wife yes. um you've been together for a long time but you're very open and you do a lot of like kinky things and on this call we're gonna get up to speed i mean you have been doing adult theaters with him you've been throwing sex fantasy parties that include like glory holes and all kinds of stuff you also did an only you don't have an only fans yourself but you did an only fans shoot with a content creator so you had sex on film you've also did some sort of cuck three like a cuck scenario with a guy like a cuck kind of hired you to cuck him right (laughs) with your guy right so you have a lot of stories but what's interesting and where i want to start because i haven't talked to you in a year that in the middle of all this crazy great sex that you and your guy have had and you have a very great relationship with your guy very open you wound up finding out that he cheated on you and he it was like a while ago but you just found out maybe like sometime earlier this year correct let's start there though we'll save all the hot stories for after this but I just want to find out because it's interesting you know I always wonder how and why would somebody cheat on somebody that has like an open free pass to whatever the fuck they want you know what I mean it's like it's boggling it's mind-boggling right so tell us the story well and I think people that have open um, situations like us, you always have those specific people who are off limits. And I found out that he was with someone that was off limits. Why was the person off limits? Um, because she was an ex of his. Okay. So exes are off the table. Like that's how you guys roll. Like you have certain rules and your rules are like, if you ever dated or been with this person, that person's off the table. Right. And it's for both of us. We, we both have, have those kind of, I was going to say borders, boundaries, (laughs) boundaries, (laughs) boundaries. Another one of our boundaries is no one that we work with as well. So, because we just don't want to deal with the drama of, I think that's smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. those are two rules. And at least they kind of rules are for fools because in the lifestyle, you meet people who have a laundry list of rules and it's so cumbersome. And we just don't want to deal with that. But we do have those boundaries. So he did violate that. Um, It had happened about a year ago now, um, a little over a year ago, but I just found out about six months ago. And I don't know about you, Kathy, but there are some things about a woman's intuition that you just can't 
Don't you hate it? You can't dismiss. I know. I hate knowing and so much sometimes. It's kind of, wouldn't you, like, ignorance is bliss is a very true statement. <laughs> wouldn't you rather have not fucking known? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I know. And and I just, I had my radar going off for a few little random things that had popped up. And there were a few little white lies that were told that I knew were lies. But, you know, when when you have those seeds of doubt in your mind, it can spiral. So one night we'd actually just had a friend, like a vanilla friend over and he and Sam had gotten really smashed. And I was, I'm a very sober person. I'll smoke weed here and there, but I don't drink and I just prefer the sober life. And so I was totally fine. Well, Sam ends up literally passed out and he had his phone unlocked and I have never checked his phone before or since, but it was like he had checked it and then he just kind of like put it down, but it was still unlocked. So I picked it up and I searched this woman's name and sure enough, he had not deleted the text messages or anything because he knew I was just not somebody to go through phones and it was all there. Okay. So you have this little intuition. Was she a part of that uh, in your brain? Is that why you went looking for her name? I didn't think it was currently going on. I think that there had just kind of been more to their breakup than he had shared with me. Right. So that's why she was the one you thought of. Because it's interesting that you knew, you know what I mean, who it was too, because it could have been anybody, right? I mean, I don't know. Right. I mean, he could have other girls and I just wouldn't know to search their names. <laughs> and it was just a very quick search. I felt what I needed to see and I kind of woke him up when he's in that drunken stupor and oh my goodness. Well, first I had gone upstairs, packed all my shit because <laughs> it's like three in the morning. <laughs> and I have my own home, but I, you know, I come to his home, you know, for weekends and stuff like that. So I have a decent amount of stuff here and, you know, we don't like to take our moisturizers and all that shit back and forth. So it's all that. So I pack it all up. And in my mind, like, I'm going to give this douche, like, the biggest talking to, and then I'm just going to leave, and he's never going to see me again. You know, that was my plan. So I what ripped happens? Into him. Okay. I ripped into him, and I told him, you're never going to see me again. Like, I'm going to walk out that door, and that's going to be it. And he knew that that was true, because when I got divorced, like, I never waffled on anything. I don't flip-flop. If I didn't make a decision, that's it. Done deal. And he actually broke down and was extremely genuinely remorseful and told me that it was one of the biggest regrets of his life. And every time he thought about it, it hurt him and that it was the wrong thing to do for our relationship, for himself, for that other woman. And it was a very heartfelt apology um and so i did end up staying that night and if he had tried to deny it or something i would have been like fuck you motherfucker <laughs> i'm never seeing you again but i saw i did see in him a genuine remorse for what he had done and the first couple of weeks it felt like i was drowning a lot of the time but piece by piece it gets better and easier and we have grown so much since then we've had many good therapy sessions good um conversations and 
he has come to me multiple times just expressing his sincere apology for what he had done. Let me ask you this. Like, how long did it take for you to rebuild the trust with him? I think trust is an interesting concept that a lot of us get wrong. The way I see trust is I do believe that he genuinely wants the best for me and I genuinely want the best for him. And I think in that particular night, he chose something that was not the best for anyone, but I don't think that changes who he is. And so I don't know that I necessarily had. You didn't lose trust for him. Trust broken. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, of course in that, in that night, I'm like, you motherfucker, I can't believe anything you tell me, you know, things like that. Yeah. But that didn't last for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. And and I think that trust sometimes is this unrealistic expectation that the person you're with is never going to hurt you. And that's just wrong. Your your partner is going to hurt you a lot. It might not be through cheating, but it might be leaving the toothpaste cap off or things like that. And And if you look at your partner through a lens of you're going to fuck me over at any opportunity or... I know that you genuinely want the best for me and for us. Those are two different mindsets and I choose the latter. And so I didn't really need to have him change what he was doing or who he was in order for there to be trust again. Yeah, I get it. Listen, I don't think that everybody needs to leave somebody just because they cheated. I think every cheating story is very different. Sometimes someone is cheating because there's problems in the relationship and it does bring about the demise, but maybe that relationship was going to fucking end anyway. So, I mean, there's a lot of different things, you know, your story and why I love to hear the exact story is because it's, it's, it's a standalone. He came clean immediately. You didn't really care about the sex. You were open that way. It was more what he said, but you realize why he said it and you were able to forgive him and move on. So now you're able to get past it. You're still together. I mean, you have all yes. these crazy things that you guys have been doing <laughs> since. I don't know where right. you want to start. Well, the adult say, theater, well, the parties. Go on. Yes. What do you say? I will say that we did take a little bit of a step back from outside activities Mm -hmm. for a while um, maybe a couple of months Mm -hmm. while we worked on things and then we didn't make that conscious decision to be like okay we're back at it it just kind of happened organically and yeah so I would I think the first experience we had after this all happened was actually in Fort Lauderdale at an adult an adult theater okay so tell me about that that was a crazy you just fucked in front of a lot of people (laughs) Yes. Well, I had heard Casey's episodes about adult theaters and I had I had never heard of one before she was talking about it. So I started doing some research. That's what I do. And I found out there aren't any in my area. Um, there's some up where she's at. There's some in Florida. And we had a trip to Florida planned. So we had been apart for about a week because I had been in Florida on my own and he had been away on business. He came to meet me and we went to check into our hotel. It was an Airbnb. It was probably about noon and the front desk people said, oh, it's not ready yet. It's not going to be ready till four. Okay, fine. So we go, they let us change and they hold our bags. We go out to the pool. We're out at the pool. It starts raining. 
I'm like, what the fuck are we going to do now? It's raining. Our room's not ready. We hadn't seen each other in a week. We're both horny as fuck. So we decide, and I had looked up adult theaters and told him, I said, hey, what do you think about checking one out? So he said, okay. And he's always down for all of my crazy ideas. I say he was probably traditionally the more promiscuous one of the two of us, but I am very adventurous when it comes to trying new things. So I'll I'll say, what about this? What about that? The game bang was my idea. Having multiple guys is my idea. And then he's just always down to try. So we get changed again. I was wearing just a little short dress that was open in the back and kind of tied at the neck and loose on the top. And then I don't remember what he was wearing, some sort of guy outfit. So we roll over to the adult theater had zero expectations about what to expect, except during that week that I was down in Florida, I had joined a adult theater group on FET. So FET has a lot of different groups based on sexual interests. So one of them was adult theaters. So I knew that couples other than just Casey would go there and fuck at the theater. And I, I told Sam this and, and I showed him some of the posts from the group. So get there, you walk in, and it's kind of like your very normal adult store, novelties, movies, toys, all that. And then back in the back is where the theater is. So we were real nervous because we've never done anything like this before. And I said, I said, well, why don't you go ask the guy behind the counter how we get back to the theater part? So he talks to the guy. I actually charged this admission, which I kind of shitty but whatever so he <laughs> led us back to the back mm-hmm. and it was actually really nice back there we were surprised the theaters were all very clean the seats were kind of your normal theater seats and there were three different rooms there was like a gay room a bi room and then a straight porn room oh interesting okay but it was probably about two o'clock in the afternoon on a monday or a tuesday the middle of the work week, middle of the day, we walked back there and there had to have been 15 to 20 guys just back there. And we were, and then they had a a bunch of booths that you could go in and lock the doors. And then they had, you could put like your credit card in and watch a movie back in the booth. So anyway, we, we were like followed around while we were checking it out by like just sharks. Like there's a whole crowd of dudes behind us. <laughs> sharks. So yeah. we finally settle into the straight <coughs> theater and he and I were kind of like, okay, we good. Just checking in with each other. And, and I said, yeah, let's do it because I'm an exhibitionist. And so I'm getting really excited. Just the thought of all these guys watching us. So we start kissing and everything. And then I say kind of to the room, hey, I don't want to be touched. If you want to jerk off, that's totally fine, but I don't want to be touched by anyone. And there's, at this point, there's probably 15 guys kind of circled around us. So I start giving Sam head. I think he, he must have pants with a zipper. So I unzip his pants, take his cock out, start going down on him. And he undoes the top of my dress. So my boobs are hanging out and the guy that's standing right next to me goes in to touch me and he touches my arm I'm like hey don't touch me because I had already said I don't want to be touched 
so he kind of backs off and by this point sand rock hard i get on top of him i start riding him and there's just dicks hard dicks everywhere around me and i'm so into it so i'm like riding him for a few strokes and then just start squirting everywhere because it's just out of control turned on and the the toucher guy who touched my arm like reaches in to touch my pussy while i'm squirting and i like jump up and i'm like dude i told you not to fucking touch me and i'm not like casey like i i have done gang things before but I like it to be a little bit more of a controlled environment. And so Sam gets up and he's, listen, this guy ruined it for the rest of you guys. Like we're leaving. So we get up and we decide we're going to go into one of the booths just to have to finish what we're, what we started. So the booths kind of have those restroom doors. Like, you know, when you go into the women's room and there's still that little crack that you can see into, um, so I'm riding him reverse cowgirl and I see just a whole line of eyes. There had to have been oh eight God, eyes, like eight pairs of oh eyes stacked up on top of each other. Through the slit? <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. It was so funny. <laughs> I had to close my eyes because I was not gonna be able to stop laughing <laughs> oh my god that must have been like so fucking funny and i could see all the feet you know? like the little beady eyes through the slit and <laughs> <in> the feet <laughs> oh my god people are so funny I know. So we finished and we finished cleaned up left and on the way out we told the guy at the front hey this guy touched me a couple of times and they end up throwing him out and everything and he's you guys can come back here for free anytime blah 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 yeah i would think oh you didn't right. go back. <laughs> but we were on such an adrenaline high from it i'm like let's go to an i said let's go to another one. Oh, okay so i wanted to keep going so there's another one 15 minutes away because florida they've got everything down there it's it's really incredible so so we drive the 15 minutes we pull up. Same day? Same day. Like, literally 15 minutes later. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You are a little a bit high. like Casey. <laughs> yeah, go on. Yeah, but I don't have such a high from it that I, um, and our room still wasn't ready. So, so what the fuck else are we going to do? It's raining. The room's not ready. We might as well fuck around. So, okay. we, <laughs> I know that might not be the normal person's solution to that. Maybe they'd go to the mall or something. Totally. But, I'd see a movie. Yeah. I'd go see a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we go to the second theater and this is one big open theater there's just one of them one theater let me tell you kathy i i didn't get touched or anything there we just fucked in front of people and, and it, it went fine but like the amount of men in there again at this point it's three o'clock in the afternoon on a monday or a tuesday and they're all jerking each other off and sucking each other off and i just wonder no way. Yes. Sucking each other off? Yes. Sucking each other off. It was packed with guy and guy action, but it was all, it was straight porn. It wasn't like a gay porn or gay theater or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. These guys are bi. I mean, they're they're into both. Yeah. Obviously. Mm -hmm. And I just wonder how many of those men 
they pop out from the office, they go to the theater, get their dick sucked, go back to work, and then come home to their wives and their two and a half kids every single night. Yeah, probably, I would say probably out of all those guys there, probably 80%. Yeah, which is kind of leads me to another thing I'm thankful for with Sam and I. We can tell each other any fantasy and we don't kind of even if it's not necessarily something I would have thought or something he would have thought we don't judge each other about it right so he could he could be honest to you if you want to suck a dick you would be totally cool with it yeah well yeah. and we have actually done some by play so uh-huh. and that that happened totally organically as well we met a, a guy who was listed as straight on a swinger site and once we met him kind of figured out pretty quickly that that was not the case <laughs> And did a five, like it was five of us, did a little group play and it was a married couple, the single guy and then Sam and I, and it was a no hold bar kind of rock in the bed. And the guy that was the single guy listed as straight actually wanted Sam to give him a facial to finish. So I don't feel like that's super straight. That's yeah, yeah, me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, there's still a stigma, so, it, so I think know, people can't be that honest about it. Right, and I think, I don't know if it was on your show, but there is something magnetic about having those multiple dicks in the room, and I'm not for turned you. on by, well, for me, but also just the vibe, you yeah, know, yeah. And, like having multiple guys, you have that like male energy, you have that like aggressiveness. And, and I'm not, I'm not someone that watches gay porn. I know there are a lot of women that really get off on guy and guy action. That's not me. But what I love is to see my partner have an open mind and just do what feels good in that moment. And that's been, that's kind of translated to other aspects of our relationship, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just like, it's, you're in the moment, you, you're down to see, you're down for him to do whatever he wants to do and vice versa. I mean, you just, you guys just go with it. Yeah, exactly. So now you're in that place and you do, so you do the same thing there in that second theater, you have sex and all these guys are watching you or are they just busy getting their (laughs) jobs? They they were watching, like they were watching and either jerking off or getting blowjobs or jerking each other off while while Sam and I were fucking. So that was, I mean, it was super hot, just all of the energy in the room and... People watching, uh, right? You yes, must have a little bit watching. the exhibitionist and you loves it. Definitely, definitely. So by the time we finished there, we went back to our hotel and was, the rim was ready. And, <laughs> and we, we had a great little vacation. We actually, we did go to a swingers club down in Fort Lauderdale, but it's one of the top swingers clubs I think in the country but we were there on a Wednesday night just the way that our travel worked out so Wednesday is not really the best day to go to a swingers party we still had fun we just didn't play at the the party like the club part of it was really was really cool but we didn't do any playing are you digging this hot story well if you are I know where you could find a ton more hot stories and that is on the Dipsy Stories app. Dipsy is an app full of short, sexy, hot audio stories. No matter what you're into or what floats your boat, Dipsy has something for you. Whether you're into straight stories, queer stories, threesomes, or moresome stories, you're going to find it on Dipsy. There are literally hundreds of stories to choose from and 
They release new content every week, so there's always something new to explore. They also have sleep stories, wellness sessions, written stories, and they have my favorite feature, which is the jump to the action button. So if you're super horny and you want to get right to it, all you have to do is press a button and it's going to take you right to where the action starts. So what are you waiting for? Go get Dipsy now. And for listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash strictly anon. Dipsystories.com slash strictly anon, or just go to the description and click on the link to get 30 days of free access. So did you start doing the parties when you got back, these fantasy house parties? Yeah, so we started doing these parties. Sam had actually had a friend who knew the owners of these parties, or the people that run the parties. But the friend, um, she's a really nice woman, but she's just not hot at all. And so we kind of, we kind of discounted the parties based on her. Like she's not our scene as far as attraction goes. But one night we figured, okay, let's just go try it. I will tell you, the whole thing seems a little shady. We found it on set. We bought our tickets. They actually have you park off site because it's at a, a real house and they don't want the locals to complain about it. Okay, then how do you get to the house? A white van takes you up. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, that looks even worse. It, was, what, it looks worse it than what, different cars, every, the same white van yes. coming and dropping people yes. off. Oh yes, it's like every parent warns you about. So we pile into this van. I'm extremely skeptical. I see the van, and it's not a nice, it's not like a Mercedes Sprinter or anything. It's like your 1997 white Chevy 15 passenger van but we get in the van we show up to the house the house doesn't look like much on the outside just kind of a split level um maybe like 1960s family home but you go inside and this this place is an adult wonderland it 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 is unbelievable they've completely renovated the house top to bottom and they have every type of BDSM equipment there. They have the whipping posts and the benches, the crosses. They have these cages that have been made so that the guy can lay in it and you can milk him. Or they have Sibians, glory holes, hot tubs, stripper poles, you name it, it's there. And all of the people are just very, great people that attend the parties range of attractiveness like you would find anywhere we've been going i think we've been to maybe four or five parties now and every single time it has been the time of our lives wow aren't you glad you gave it a chance because you were ready to like not even go because of don't judge a book by its cover kind of thing right exactly exactly so we've experienced so many things um they have different demonstrations for different BDSM things like electric play, which I had never done before. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but you lay there and you have to hold like a grounding rod in your hand. These different 
inter like instruments to shock you. Um, they have hot wax play, knife play, fire play, all different things. But then there are also a lot of swingers that attend and single guys. So we have had a couple of good swapping experiences. One of the hottest things that's happened is we were actually talking to a couple and we asked them if they were interested in playing and they were, and she was very sexy, kind of short hair, big boobs, just in shape. And she and I started making out and, and going at it. And then it turned into just a foursome on the bed and a couple of other single guys joined us. But then a couple that host the parties came up and the woman was wearing a strap on and she fucked me with that strap on. And it was so hot because her man came up too. He starts fucking the blonde that we had originally started playing with. And then she was fucking me and they're kind of side by side simultaneously fucking us. And I could not stop coming. It was just really hot. Like they were kissing each other. Like they were really into it. Sam and I were kissing it was so intimate and dirty and crazy all at the same time. Every time we leave the parties, we just look at each other like, what just happened? Because <laughs> oh anything and everything that could happen, happens. And, and the thing I love about the parties too, is they're very inclusive. There are gay couples there, trans individuals. It's just a very inclusive environment that you don't normally find in the lifestyle, which I love because I think some of the lifestyle people can be the most bigoted people out there. Yeah, just look at the 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 thing that we were talking about before how like gay sex or like guy and guy how guy and guy action is not really accepted in that world in a lot of places. You just don't see it. People don't put it out there. Right. It's not like these guys aren't fucking by. They just can't cop to it because the, no one's doing it. And it's, that was one of the it, biggest right? shockers to me in that community. You think they must be so open-minded, but no. Yeah. So we've had many, many hot experiences. One of my favorites too, they have a reverse glory hole where I just lay down <laughs> and my legs are strapped on the outside. And Sam was actually kind of running security. So he would make sure that the guys would put a condom on. And it was just one after another would fuck me. And that was, you should have seen the puddle that I left on the floor. Wait, wait, wait. I got to go back to this because you just blew through that. I need to know, like, a, I don't know what a fucking reverse glory hole is. So, like, where are <laughs> you? How are you strapped to the wall? Or you're like, my legs are strapped to the You got to actually explain it because I, I need a visual okay. and I can't get one because I don't know what the fuck you're talking okay. about. So a traditional glory hole, there's a, there's a wall with a hole through it, through, cut into it. The guy sticks his dick in, and then a, a girl or a, another person's on the other side of the wall. You're not seeing who the guy is. You're only seeing the cock, right? And then you suck the cock. Right. So the, like, reverse glory hole or female glory hole, at this particular one, there's kind of like a massage table bench set up. And then there is a cutout for you to slide your bottom half through and then on the other side of the wall from where your head is there there's straps there like ankle cuffs so i slid down got in position sam cuffed my legs up so you're on your back with your legs up in the air kind of like in the position you'd be in if you were being fucked missionary with your legs on the guy's shoulders 
But your bottom half is through the hole. It's through the hole. Bottom half is through the hole. So you're exposed to the other side, but you can't see that side. Correct. So you're right. So your ass and pussy are on the other side with your legs, but you can't see who the other person is that's on the other side. The way they have it set up, you can, Sam could kind of straddle the wall so he could see my head and he could also see who was pulling up to fuck me. Because, of course, safety first, you want to make sure they're putting a condom on and all that. So the first guy pulls up. He has a big dick. I can tell. He starts sucking me. Oh, and it feels so good. Plus, I'm just feeling, oh, this is raunchy and hot. It's anonymous. See, how many women do you think have experienced a reverse glory hole? Uh, probably like 1%. Or less. Yeah. If there's, if um, there can be less, right. Like the tiniest little right. bit. Right. So I'm just loving it. And he's rubbing my clit, sucking me, and I just start squirting like everywhere. I can hear this first guy out, I'm squirting. And I can hear it hitting the floor. It's like a, like a concrete floor beneath us. And he, he pulls out, I don't know if he came or not, but then immediately a guy starts eating me out. Like immediately after the first guy is done fucking me. And he's eating me out, fingering me again. I just cannot stop squirting. And I'm like, oh my God, don't stop, don't stop. He probably eats me out for 15 to 20 minutes. And I'm just nonstop coming, squirting, losing my mind. He stopped, a third guy comes up, starts fucking me again. And I don't know, I don't know how they were able to get traction on the floor because after the whole thing was done, we actually took a picture of all the witness. And I, it was, I probably needed to like chug Gatorade after that because I, I have never, I've never had that much, happen, that much sport happening to oh me at one time. God. How many guys do you think yeah. you did, the three or four? Yeah, yeah. And they also they have this giant open like exhibition shower. So after I got done, I went and I took a shower while everyone watched. And again, the exhibitionist in me was in my glory. So it, it these parties, like I said, it's like adult Disneyland. What a yeah, good find. It, it was a great find. <laughs> so we're going next week. We're really excited about it for Halloween. I'll have to call back and, and tell you what happened. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Now you also, I, I feel like we want to get to all these hot stories because I know I got to, I got to, I made you give me some bullets so we didn't forget anything. Right. <laughs> you do do, you did cock a guy who he was a true cock, right? He, it was true with cock. his wife's approval. Like yes. how did you meet yes. him and what went down with that? So that was also fat. I swear. That is the wild, wild west of the internet this guy yes it was this guy ended up messaging sam and talking to him first and just telling him about his desires that he has never really been able to live out his fantasy of being completely submissive and um, of being dominated by both a man and a woman he's he's been married for a long time like 20 years he's late 40s both he and his wife are ivy league educated attorneys very put together but you know those attorneys they're the real freaks i've found oh out. really <laughs> oh yeah because they're wound so tight they're wound so tight a lot of stress 
Yeah. Okay. So Stan ends up talking to him for a few days and then hands him off to me. And we talk, and I, I actually genuinely enjoyed his company. We talked about a lot of different things. As you can see from like our episodes, I love to talk. I love to get people's stories and just learn who they are, why they like the things that they do and everything. So we ended up going out to lunch. But before we went out to lunch, I told him that I wanted him to buy a cage, a cock cage to wear for our lunch. He wanted that small dick humiliation. And he was, I mean, he was like six foot four with pretty small to average dick, which I have found when you find a big guy, you think they come with a big cock. That is not the case. No, you know who roll, you know who rolls up with the biggest dicks? The little short skinny dude. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They have the biggest fucking dicks. The tiny little ones. Like right? (laughs) Yeah. 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 And at first you think, is it an optical illusion? No, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It is not an optical illusion. It's Yeah. And so (laughs) So we have we have a nice lunch date and really talked about a lot of different vanilla things. Very intelligent. I need that intellectual stimulation. And so we just had a great lunch. We parted ways and we made plans for the following week to have playtime with Sam. So we talked throughout the week. He actually asked, hey, would you mind if my wife joins us for dinner beforehand? Yeah, absolutely. I want to make sure everything is above board. I want her to feel comfortable with me, with us. I want her to feel secure. And so we had a great dinner. All the while, he's wearing a cock cage sitting next to his wife. We probably talked at dinner for a couple hours. And then we went to have playtime. And she was very supportive. Because she, they're swingers. But she's just not kinky. She likes the experience of having different partners. But they generally do, like, different room play. And, and she's just not into inflicting pain or inflicting humiliation to her husband or anything like that. And she's comfortable with him receiving it outside of their marriage, which honestly, I really admire because I think too many times we fear things that we don't understand or we feel like aren't for us. And she was so comfortable with it. So we part ways, Sam actually goes home and then the cuck and I go shopping for lingerie for our playtime. So he bought me lingerie that I'm going to wear for Sam while we cuck him. And that was a great experience. He picked it out and then I tried everything on for him. And then he chose which one he thought Sam would like the most. And then we went home again, all the while he's, he's completely caged and we get home, we get back to my house. I take a quick shower, put on the lingerie, and we start our playtime with Sam. And that did include, Sam comes into the room, he and I start kissing, and the cuck and I then both give Sam a blowjob. And so I was guiding the cuck's head onto Sam's cock, and having him is kind of like forced by because he wanted that humiliation of having basically being instructed to give him head and so he he stuck his cock for quite a while 
And then we moved to the bed and the cuck ate me out while I was blowing Sam. And then I said, I want you to put his big black cock inside of me for the cuck. So he grabbed Sam's cock and put it inside of me and kind of like spread my lips while Sam's cock was inside me. And at this point, I'm laying on my back and the cuck's like rubbing my clit and just kind of being affectionate with me, like kissing my shoulder and all that. And then I said, I want you to lick me while he's fucking me. So we rearranged ourselves so that he was kind of underneath me in a 69 to his his head was right underneath my pussy. He was licking my clit while Sam was fucking me. I think he was licking Sam's balls too. Probably. Sam himself, <laughs> yeah. Just like I would say, he didn't. He didn't have to fuck me that long before he busted because the whole thing was pretty hot. And then the cuck immediately cleaned me up, like, like licked every drop of cum out of me. Yeah, he's a true cuck. And Those are all the things that the cuck true wants. True cuck. Yeah. True cut. And then he just, I just sent him home after that <laughs> to go back to his wife. Oh my so, God. But he must love you guys. Do you continue to see that little cuck to this day? So we, he wanted to, and we were actually going to see him again. This just happened a few weeks ago, but I'm not sexually attracted to him at all. And I think he does want that full cuck experience of plucking me afterwards. I mean, I know some cucks are really into the denial, but he wants to feel my pussy after Sam fucked me and everything. And I I just, I'm not sexually attracted to him. And I don't like little dicks. Yeah, yeah, not going to work. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so we talked for maybe a week or two after the first time. And I was just like, you know what? I don't think it's going to work out, but I I really like him as a person and everything. But you know, if you have that chemistry or not with someone. Totally. Unfortunately, it's either there or it's not. And it's not going to change because it's not like you don't, you have to get to know him better or anything. Like you really love him. Like you really dig his personality. So if the attraction was going to be there, it would grow from that. I think as women, we need that, right? So if you have that and you have zero chemistry, it's not going to happen. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Unfortunately. Yeah. 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 So now let's get to your yeah. OnlyFans. I feel like we're doing good here, getting everything. And uh, <laughs> let's get to well, your... it's not my OnlyFans. No, fans. no, right. It's Again, not yours. This is what's so interesting. Right. It's not your OnlyFans. Somehow you get hit up by a content creator. Like, how do you wind up yes. on somebody else's OnlyFans? Again, that that is like that is like your intro, like the Craigslist, the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, That's yeah. That I life. need them to sponsor um, my fucking me. show. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You know what? You need to have a group on there. Like you could have a group that's like strictly anonymous. Oh, really? So people can go on there. Yes. I have a new assistant. We can talk now. about it later. Yeah, I have a new assistant okay. now. Maybe I should put her on that. You're saying like that's a good place yes. to be. Yes, definitely. Okay. okay we can talk know. about it later. All right, cool. Go but ahead. anyway, so this guy hit me up. He DM'd me and he said, "Hey, I'm a content creator. I do age gap play, and and I'd love to to do a shoot with you." And he told me how much, and now I am almost 40, I'm 39, but I mean, you've seen my pictures. I could easily pass for 25. Yeah, totally. Um, Your body's perfect. And my face, that's the one thing I splurge on. I'm very into to health and wellness and everything. So he had seen my pictures and knew I would kind of fit the bill as a younger girl. And 
he said it's a very vanilla shoot. He actually has a PhD in astrophysics, another <laughs> super bright guy. Yeah. What do you think? Dumb people are into kinky sex? No, smart people with the curiosity <laughs> and their creative brains. I mean, come on. What do you think? Exactly. <laughs> and so I, I told him, I said, That's, I'm down for it. I need the money <laughs> too, you know? And, and so we did the whole thing, like the STD check, all that, everything checked out. I said, but here's the thing. I don't play without my partner. So are you okay with him being the one that films it? And he said, absolutely. He said he's been just filming it himself with three different angles, but it would be a little, it would be a new thing, different thing to do it that way. And so he was completely on board with it. So it was a Sunday afternoon. It was like 1 p.m. We roll up there. We find the contracts. He kind of goes over the playlist of what's going to happen. And it was really vanilla. It was like, he kissed. I blow him. He eats me out. It's missionary, doggy, anal, and then a cum shot. That was it. He had a very large cock. And he fucked me really well. And I made money for it. So it was kind of one of those <laughs> oh, things. It was a win, win all win. around. Win, win, win. Yeah. And, and Sam got really into the filming because he had one of those like portable steering wheel things. And so Sam's getting all the angles and like we would take a break to kind of reset and all that. And Sam's like giving him like that direction, <laughs> like the creative direction from the side. <laughs> So we had a great time and I would definitely film with him again. He hasn't asked me again. One thing I did wear a mask for it and his other talent has all been maskless. So I think that's part of the issue with us not filming again, but my job and everything, I didn't feel comfortable showing my face. Now, so you won't see him again because of the thing, the masklessness? I mean, if he asks me again, I will 100% shoot with him again. He just hasn't asked. So we'll see what happens. This was fairly recently, too, so I don't know. Yeah, so that is available someplace on his OnlyFans? I don't know. I actually don't even follow him because I'm too cheap to have any kind of OnlyFans You don't need account. it. You're living. You're fucking, <laughs> you don't need an OnlyFans to see other people having sex. You're having all the sex you want. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing exactly. that you don't have one yourself, but and be you following anyone else. I know. And maybe someday I will, but right now my priority is just on my career, my kids, my relationship. And I think that it can just become all consuming. Oh yeah. Listen, if you want to be successful, well, listen, if you want to be successful and be any kind of content creator, what I do as a podcast, or you want to be an OnlyFans girl or anything. I mean, if you want to be successful and actually make money and do it the right way, and you're going to, and you roll like that, like you're going to do it a hundred percent, it's going to be a full-time fucking job, like 24 seven. Like it it becomes that if you want to do it the right way and if you get successful. So it's not like uh, something that you could just like do. It's no big deal. I think a lot of people think that and then they try and that's why a lot of people don't succeed. But, um, Right. You know, I think you sound realistic about it. Like you understand that if you're going to do what you're going to do it right. And you just can't do it right now because you don't have the time. You got a million kids. I remember that about you. You got a lot yep. of kids. Yep. You got a, yep. a yep. guy that you fuck and then you fuck a million other people and you do all kinds of <laughs> Plus you have a, are you still going to school for psychology? 
No, I graduated. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay, I right. I'm a therapist now. Yep. Yeah, you're a therapist. And so let me just end with this because what I love about you, Erica, is you're always like hitting me up. This is like an interesting little fact about Erica besides the fact that she's really horny and has a lot of great sex and she's super hot. You can see her <laughs> on my Patreon. Okay, I have pictures of her. But you, um, you also always reach out to me to get in touch with some of my most wounded guests. I can't explain it. Like Carter recently, Erica <laughs> reaches out. Can I have his fucking number? Can you put me in touch with Carter? Because you like, you like want to help people. You have that part of you in you. And without getting too much into it, because what I'm asking you, Erica, and why, Erica, and why I'm talking about this is because I want to do like a whole girl talk episode about this part of you because you are a therapist mm -hmm. because you like to help people like I feel like we could do a really great episode on what you were trying to talk to Carter about you emailed me and said hey by the way like I got his wife to fuck him like I told him what to do and everything I just feel like you you can real we could do like a great girl talk episode on on different things with you correct right yeah, I mean, I listened to his episode, and honestly, my heart was hurting for him while I was listening, and I know he got a really bad rap from the internet. Oh, my God. But, I have um, to stick up for him majorly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, one thing that I, I say, and, and I say to the people I work with, angry, like, anger is an easy emotion to have, but it's often masking, like, true hurt. Of and course, pain. and vulnerability so we and can, pain. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And, and so we can we can erupt with anger and we kind of alleviate some of that pressure that we feel inside and it calms the storm a little bit. But until we really address the hurt, the pain, the loneliness, I sensed so much loneliness in him when I lived to him. And so I did reach out to him and we had several really deep conversations and he actually hit me up maybe three or four days ago and was and said you know you have changed my perspective about my relationship oh my god I love that and and I said really I said I don't feel like I said much he was like just you asked me the hard hitting questions that I needed to really consider and to think about and he said I've been putting in the work with her and she's now texting me like I can't wait for you to get home I can't wait to have fun with you and it had they've really turned, turned okay so this is there. but so this is why we need to do that girl talk episode and it's not going to be about okay, Carter okay. it's going to be about any guy out there who has lost that spark with his girl there's so many men that this is going down for there's so many relationships outside uh, there's so many marriages that they've mm -hmm. lost the spark. Uh, yep. and why don't you come on and we'll do a whole girl talk episode on how to get that back. Definitely. And we could say all those Definitely. things you said to Carter, right? Because I love that side of you besides, like I said, all the sex stuff that you do, you really, you became a therapist. You like helping people. You love talking about this stuff. And I'd love to have a whole episode on that. So let's book it. Like just when we hang Definitely. up, go book a time okay. whenever you want. You know what I mean? And we're going right, to do a yep. whole thing on whatever topics you feel like you could hit on with guys. I love what you talked about with Carter, like how to get a guy's girl back interested, right? I don't know. We'll figure it out. But yeah, and I would love to. I would love to. And, and there's not a magic pill. There's nothing I can say that will flip a switch for, with someone. But if you're truly willing to put in the effort long term, 
you can make it a real you difference can change in your the life. game. You can change you the can. game. So many times I see on YouTube and comments people make about episodes and about people and they'll be like, oh, he's never going to change. I'm like, I don't believe that because in my life I've changed a million times when it's always mm-hmm. really fucking hard and it doesn't come easy. It's not like the movie. It happens overnight, but it can happen and it should happen. That's why we're here. That's why we're all fucking born right. to have some yep. problems, work through it, create it, and become a better person and then to go to the next one and do the same thing. So I don't yeah. ever believe that people can change. I believe everyone can and should. Maybe a lot of people don't, but because I have, I believe it's possible for everybody. And that's why I believe so much in therapy. And I believe so much in trying to help people change because I think it's possible. And I think it's sad that people don't think it is. And that's maybe their own projection because maybe they never fucking change. But I have a million times and I think it's possible. And it's the, the best part of life. And it's what everyone's supposed to be doing. So let's get you on and you can help change some people because you changed Carter. And I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah. And, and I think I like to think of it as growth, not change, because I think we are all fundamentally who we are. Yeah. We can recognize when we need to grow past where we are at right now. Yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah. You're actually right. I mean, it's a matter of taking all that stuff that was put on you that isn't who you are and getting rid of it and be being really the, the best you were supposed to be, you know what I mean? Your whole being, I think we're all born whole and great and perfect and then things are put on us and it's a matter of getting rid of that stuff and being who we were meant to be you know what I mean the best part of ourselves so I love that you just said that so yeah you have to come back on and give your wisdom because I love it I love therapy I love therapists (laughs) I love the fact that you're a therapist that's so open-minded because you then are going to uh, be teaching from the place that I believe in which is non-judgment and yeah. Um, yeah. and so do me a favor Erica book that now whenever you can you know what I mean it doesn't I have will. to be tomorrow but book right. it when you can and we'll do it because I'm always doing girl talk episodes right. so we'll just air it whenever but thank you so much for calling Perfect. in thank you Thanks for, for already, having me thank you for already sending me in pics I already got her hot fucking pics okay so if you want to see Erica she does not dis- disappoint I have her anonymous pics over on my patreon I'll put a link to that in the description and thanks again like I said for calling in and sharing your hot stories thank you I'll talk to you later Kathy bye. bye 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 hey everyone thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode if you want to follow the show follow me at strict anonymous on Instagram or Twitter that's at strict anonymous if you are on YouTube make sure to subscribe I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? 
anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.